The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. This is Radio Wave Medjinomics with your host, a friend of Medjugorje. What do you do when a hurricane's coming? Not the same thing you would do if one's not coming, especially on the coastal areas. People go to the hardware stores, they go and buy the lumber, they board up the windows when a hurricane's forecasted. It's very evident why they do this. But what happens if then the fun in the sun and the shining of the weather's okay? Would they go put up boards, cover the windows, secure everything down, evacuate? Of course not. But would they sit there and say when a hurricane's forecast is, I'm not going to do nothing, I'm not going to leave, I'm not going to bind down, bind down things in my yard? Of course not. So why is it that most of America today, with the hurricane forecasted, are not taking action to be ready? Quote from Our Lady, be ready. 
Be ready for what? Our lady says, don't you see the signs of the times? My poor children. It's interesting that she said, poor children. She wants you to recognize what's coming. And grow in hope and grow in holiness. And you can do that by looking at the physical realities of what is around us, what is taking place. What is the natural? What is the unnatural? What steps do I need to take with myself, my family? I'm not talking about refuge and go hide yourself. I'm talking about a way of life. That's your protection, spiritually, physically, for your well-being. And we have an example of those who board up the windows when a hurricane is approaching and those who don't. Walmart shelves in Spring Hill, Mansfield, cleared an EBT glitch. Shelves in Walmart stores in Spring Hill and Mansfield, Louisiana, were reportedly cleared Saturday night when the stores allowed purchases on EBT cards even though they were not showing limits. The chaos that followed ultimately required intervention from local police and left behind numerous carts filled to overflowing, apparently abandoned, when the glitch-spurred shopping frenzy ended. Spring Hill Police Chief Will Lind confirms that they were called in to help the employees at Walmart because there were so many people clearing off the shelves. He says Walmart was so packed it was worse than any Black Friday that he has ever seen. Lind explained the cards weren't showing limits, and they called corporate Walmart, whose spokesman said to let the people use the cards anyway. From 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock p.m., people were loading up their carts, but when the cards began showing limits again around 9, one woman was detained because she rang up a bill of $700 and only had 49 cents on her card. She was held by police until corporate Walmart said they wouldn't press charges if she left the food. Lind said that at 9 p.m. when the cards came back online and it was announced over the loudspeaker, people just left their carts full of food in the aisles and left. Just about everything is gone. I've never seen it in that condition, said Mansfield Walmart customer Anthony Fuller. Walmart employees could still be seen putting food from the carts away as late as Sunday afternoon. I was just thinking, I'm so glad my mom doesn't work here at Walmart anymore. That's the only thing I could think about, those employees working. That would have to restock all that stuff said O.J. Evans, who took cell phone video of the over, overflowing shopping carts at the Mansfield Walmart. Evan believes it was natural human reaction that led people to fill up their carts during the glitch. But Walmart shoppers Stan and Judy Garcia feel very differently. That's plain theft. That's stealing. That's all I got to say about it, said Garcia. Lind says, contrary rumors, contrary to rumors, nobody was unruly or arrested, and they were mainly there to help prevent shoplifting and theft. 
A dispatcher from Mansfield Police also confirms officers were called in for crowd control at the Mansfield Walmart. She said the shelves were cleared out, forcing Walmart to stop selling food at 9 p.m. There were no arrests. There was, however, a huge mess left behind. Pictures and videos obtained by KSLA News 12 shows aisles packed with shoppers emptying the shelves in Springhield. Another video shows what appears to be at least dozens of overflowing carts left abandoned in the aisles at the Mansfield store against the backdrop of emptied shelves in the meat department. It all happened at the end of a day in which the EBT system went down in several states, including Louisiana. Xerox, a vendor for the EBT system, experienced a power outage while conducting a routine backup test in one of the company's locations. While the system was backed up Saturday night, it appears that it was not functioning entirely properly in some areas. Kayla Whaling, a spokesman for Walmart, tells KSLA News 12 that the company was fully engaged in monitoring the situation and transactions during the outage. We did make the decision to continue to accept EBT cards and purchases on WIC and SNAP during the outage so that they could get food for their families. Asked whether Walmart would be taking the loss on any food purchased on the cards that did not show limits or on the perishable food left behind in carts, Whaling would only say that we monitored transactions during the outage. A spokesman for the Louisiana Department of Children and Family Services says that they take all allegations of potential fraud seriously. They are aware of the reports and they will be investigating. This happened also in Ohio, Michigan, and other places. Fifteen other states. Evans said, natural human reaction? This is how it's explained away. It's not natural, it's cannibalistic. It's sin, it's wrong. Now we have a precedent. For when things crash, and these people who are not even hungry, they're not starving to death. They excuse, well, the kids have to eat. Our kids just went through a nine-day fast down to what what age? Six, seven years old. They can't even go in with that thinking, okay, well, suppose we just come back tomorrow or just a couple hours later. Plus, there's emergency procedures that allows up to $50, which would cover what you need to do that night. But why have we got people living so hand-to-mouth? Why have we got a people, and this is approaching 50% of the nation. Why have we bred a people that will be totally dependent on this? Not in that report, but as Zara Shook said, it's been terrible. It's been some angry folks. That's what a lot of folks depend on. This is not biblical. It's not biblical to give it. It's not biblical for Walmart just to lay down and be run over like that. And we've got to go to one single people who know the Word of God and carry it out. Jesus never spoke about feeding people like this, letting them do what they do. 
And now we have this dangerous, dangerous president of Walmart who should have stood up, closed the doors, called in police to arrest people. But then this is what we've built as a society. The voices cry out so loud, so strong, that we're scared to do anything or maybe be accused of something. St. Paul taught, even while I was amongst you, I worked. Work is holy. The nuns used to teach us this. My parents taught me when you paid for something, you appreciate it much more. And if you don't pay for it, you don't appreciate it. And one person that was interviewed saying it was thievery, nothing less. The other said it was calm. It was a frenzy. I read other reports on it that said people were scared. The Walmart employees didn't call the police to help keep order. They were scared. And so we know we're going to have a crash. We know it's going to happen. And you're not putting boards on your windows in preparation for the hurricane that we see coming? And what is the principle of that? The wagon train. Women and children in the middle. The men are on the outside. Protect from the Indians. I say that in lieu of what's just happened about the Redskins. That they have to change the name for stupidity. When the Cherokee chief of the whole nation of the United States of America says that he takes it as a compliment. And now we're going to change the name of the Redskins because people bellyache. Not even the Indians. Several chiefs and several people high up in the nations of the Indians are very proud and elated that they're named for teams or other things or areas. we got a place, Tuscaloosa. Big Indian, big Indian chief. So we're going to change this? We are not standing up with Christian convictions that you can call me, you can say, you do, and still, even if it's an insult, what does the Bible teach you? Just turn the other cheek in that sense. Let them say what they're going to say. They said it to Jesus. said all kind of bad things. What did he respond? He going to change? Oh, okay, well, let me come up with another name. We're, we have gone stupid, so stupid as a people. And many of these are Christians. Well, I consider, yeah, we may be offended. Offend. You don't have to apologize for history and what's happened. Except where atrocities were committed and we didn't do something about it. But this whole thing is a mindset. Changing the Redskins' name because it's going to offend somebody. It's not the Indians. The report I read is several big, big, full-blooded Indians are offended that they're changing it. And so what would change from there? Everything else? Everything named after animals because it's cruel? And so we have this whole mindset, and Walmart goes in and takes what they want. And we just say, well, we can't incite them. We can't, we can't offend them. Tell them, come back tomorrow. Well, we ain't got no food. Well, you figure out what to do. Shookland said, that's what a lot of the folks depend on. These are able-bodied people that sit around doing nothing. 
You're not helping them. You're not convicting them. You're not changing anything by saying, well, we, we owe this. We've got a me owe it or I, you owe me society. It's very dangerous. And if you're not looking at the forecast of the hurricane coming, you think it's going to stay sunshine, you're in for a real difficult situation. And Walmart, gutless, without courage, just say, hey, we're not doing it. It, it. This amazes me, literally amazes me, that we do not understand how it works. In Europe, where you're packed in 15, 25 stories up, what are you going to do? How are you going to eat? There's something looming, something coming. There's another report we don't have time to read, but it's, it's about the holders of the U.S. government debt, those who hold it, China and other places, are already now forging their plans for contingency, a contingency plan for a default from the United States. They're blaming it on the, on the a budget deficit, and they're in error because they're saying that's what's going to cause it. That's not what's going to cause it. What's going to cause it is that we're $16 trillion in debt. They're saying that we need to extend the debt so that we won't default. That's why we're going to default anyway. Even these money people don't even have the truth and not even espousing the truth. Oh, they know it. They want to just continue to make money as long as they can. When that day comes, the day of reckoning, and it crashes, they had made all the money they need to make. And then some, and then more. And so they're trying to blame, this is what's going to happen, and the world, the whole world is in jeopardy for this. Our crash is not due to our government not coming up with a budget right now. It's because we're overspent, we over-owe, we have so much credit that we borrowed for, there's no way to cover it, there's no way to pay it back. Period. So everything is in the forecast. Everything's there. People deny it. They want the electronic bank transactions, the EBTs at all costs. They take advantage of it. And no one is doing what the Bible teaches. And I'm talking about this is in church. The church is very, very sick. It's social policies. It's social justice. It's all feed the poor. We don't have poor people. We have a distribution problem where people are hungry, kids maybe. You go to Africa, it's really a distribution problem. And the earth is made to be abundant. God will feed us. Christianity brings that about. You flourish through that. You flourish by living living God's statutes. And we've got really some messed up mentalities in the church. All the way through it. And social justice is communism. I heard a nun in the the 80s saying on the radio from South America, which is a Mary No Nun, which is very, very, very left, saying uh, that the communists would be good to have in power. I don't remember what country, Ecuador, someplace like that, Colombia. I can't believe it. I'd read their magazines when I'd go to the diocese of office, and the whole thing was filled with this kind of mentality. Nobody questions, is this right? It's not biblical. You read the Bible, you won't be for these things. You won't go that way. The people that are, that are really having a hard time is those who are working, who don't rely on these things. They have the difficult time. But when you can make an average of 24000 you see the 24000 26000 the average worker makes in America, 
and the average recipient of government assistance and all the programs that they get from are making minimum 36000 the government wants to breathe this. Why? Because it can control you. It can make these things come about. And who knows that this computer glitch which shows you how we've depended on a computer system that the system itself runs things and they blame us computer glitch. How do we know this wasn't even planned for a trial to see what's happening? We are in scary times. Our lady is saying, if you, if you pray, you're not afraid of the future. If you fast, you're not afraid of evil. And it has been stated on this show before in the writings, is she saying that because there is something. The people in Walmart were scared. They called in the police. They knew this thing could get ugly. And it sounds like it was just ransacked. It was, literally. And they just, they just permitted it to happen. This really is amazing to me how few people still see what's happening, what's taking place, and not acting. Frank? Yeah, the, what the Bible does uh, tell us is that this system is, is an abomination to God. Unequal weights and measures are an abomination to God. And what the Bible tells us is, is silver is money. In the Hebrew Bible, there's only one word for silver, and it's the same word for money. And it tells us that this is the first time in 5,000 years when silver hasn't been money. So the monetary demand for silver is zero. It can't get any lower. And because the U.S. Constitution, which protects our liberty, says only gold and silver will be money, and because history tells us that every place that's ever had fiat money has returned to silver as money, we know that the monetary demand is going to go from zero, or if history repeats itself, and it always does, to the world needing it again. And there are some other interesting things that we know. We just had the feast of uh, the um, October 13th Miracle Day at Fatima, um, where the whole world prayed for this nation, or this whole nation did, uh, the Catholic Church. And we know that silver was demonetized in 1873, Eleven years later, on October 13th, Pope Leo XIII had a vision of Satan giving a hundred years by God to reign the earth. Don't think this wasn't connected to the abominable system, the gold standard that uh, we were going on to, which leads to fiat money. And exactly 33 years later, the sun fell from the sky. The miracle of the sun again on October 13th, 33 years exactly after the date of Pope Leo XIII's vision, Satan reigning, sun falling from the sky, 100 years, 1917, October 13th. So we're coming to the end of, of the reign of Satan. Our Lady, I think, said it was the 20th century. You know better than I do. But uh, that, that Satan reigned. And the abominable system that we're in is leading to these abominable things. There's there's no truth. There's just stupidity. And I can't even find anyone who's writing the things that we're talking about that are just common sense. Uh, silver has been money for 5,000 years because there's no possibility for liberty without it. It's only been this short period of time during Satan's short period of reign that we have this abominable system, and you have to exit it. You have to put the boards on the window right now 
because a hurricane is coming such as the world has never seen. These are these are facts, not prophecy. This is uh, just the fact of fiat money and what it, how it's going to end. So, well, you you got an amazing situation here that people do not see that they're not going to get away with what they're doing. You don't get away with it. In other words, there's so many advances on rearranging of marriage and abominable lifestyles. The whole reorder of the money financial system. You will go back to silver. You can't escape it. It's natural law. It's naturally intrinsically valued. You will go back to that. So if you want to be in analysis or you're investing or you're thinking about where to go to, when you look at this, it's conclusive. It has always gravitated back to what is. And what is is how God ordained things. He ordained marriage, man and woman. He ordained a monetary or, or, or silver is intrinsic value, gold is intrinsic value. He ordained wealth, really, is who had land and was able to feed themselves. And you're not going to escape it. You can pass laws. You can have a president endorsing stupid stuff and idiotic, imbecile thinking, as he's done, about marriage. And you can think you're making all the advances. You can go to state legislatures. You can pass all these laws. But I want to tell you out there, it's going to be corrected. No matter how much advance is made, you cannot escape natural law. We revert back to it. You can study civilizations of the past who are history, who were rebirthed through a correction and became the culture. You're not going to win. So you need to correct yourself. You need to repent. You need to realize what's taking place. And this goes from every aspect of our lives today and the way we do, whether we're on welfare and doing nothing and just getting something for nothing and know that you don't deserve what you get. Know that you could get out and do something if you have to go on your side lot and start growing some of your own things. This is virtue, and this is what should be taught from the pulpits. You're not going to escape what's coming because the hurricane is coming. It's forecasted. It's there. Every evidence that you need is there. And as Wiley said, what you could have done, that you do not, I do not desire that you have to repent for what you could have done because your repentance is going to be wallowing in the bed that you made. Starvation, difficulties, harshness, hatred, being ransacked, whatever it may be, however it may be. Or you could be living our lady statutes. You could go into community. You could start forming your little townships as they find the first shot talked about. And start living the life now. And if you're martyred through that period, you're going to be satisfied you did what you're supposed to do. But the others who don't want to decide, who want to, well, I'll decide to do, when it comes to me, I'll make the decisions in. Which we hear that a lot from Medjugorje people. It's an amazing thing. Just an amazing idiocracy that has no explanation because it's minus an absence of total common sense. And it's Our Lady who said that Jesus is the light of salvation and common sense. He's the Word. And it was a quote, the word is the light of common sense, or the word is the light of salvation in common sense. The Bible is not full of Jesus' words and high-flying theology. Very intellectual statements. It's very simple. Work for your keep. Live God's statutes. He'll flourish you. 
you got to move. you got to start making decisions for that. Frank? Yeah, it's very exciting, you know, what we can do in community. And these abominable things are going on, but, you know, uh, look what, you know, Caritas, Community Caritas has done uh, in community for the world. And, um, you know, these communities will be able to, to reach people that individuals wouldn't be able to reach. And so um, it's, it, it's uh, very exciting when you're moving towards this. And, um, you know, there will be plenty that you'll be able to do for the community around you with the community that you're in. And you, there'll be plenty that you can do, I, I think, for the future of America. Frank also mentioned earlier the, um, uh, the October 13th, uh, feast day, or the feast of the miracle of the sun at Fatima. It was also the day in which uh, the Holy Father Pope Francis had consecrated the world to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. And there's information on Medjugorje.com about that. There's a uh, a writing on there titled uh, "Something Will Happen," and uh, so there's uh, there's information there and a up, little update about the community and how the community participated in union with this. And uh, when Frank is speaking about community as well, he's what he's speaking about is uh, what he's learned through the writings of a friend of Medjugorje, particularly what's in They Fired the First Shot, and a lot of exciting developments with that that we ask you to keep in prayer in these days. Uh, Frank, also, if you want to get your contact information out, uh, if you could just repeat the phone number twice and, um, and your email address twice. Okay. You can reach us toll-free, 877-936-7686. Our email is globalsilverinvestors at yahoo.com. The website is globalsilverinvestors.com. And again, the phone number is 877-936-7686. And the email address is globalsilverinvestors at yahoo.com. Any last comment, Frank? Yeah, a, a few hundred ounces would have always uh, saved you from a fiat money experiment. Um in the majority of time before the 17th century, it would have been like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, in our time, it's been uh, the demonetization of silver has given us the wrong idea of what silver is. So um, it's, you know, more than any other generation could have. It's a greater opportunity than any generation had to um, put yourself in a position where you can make changes for the future. And... Um, and the important thing is always to be following the writings and uh, helping Our Lady with the great plan for salvation for mankind. Well, we'll be joining you again for the 25th of the message coming up after this. Uh, now, actually, next week. During the meantime, be in prayer, be thoughtful, be thinking, a thinking people. Read the Bible. Be one single people of God who carries it out. We wish you our lady. We love you. Goodbye. The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered.
It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional.